Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. I, I keep on trying to make funny uh, faces oh, I'm at sorry. you and then you're not, you don't the see The problem him. is compared to normal, hey dear listener, pull back the curtain. We're doing things a little differently for a little bit. Um, and I, you are not as big as you normally are. Oh, that's exciting for so me. When I'm. On my phone. I'm seeing you on my phone, so I'm not seeing your eyeballs oh. as readily. I'm sorry about that. I just have to make the concerted effort, and sorry, I was distracted. I'm now looking at your eyeballs. Okay, good. Uh, well, look at my eyeballs while I tell our wonderful listeners what the question we're asking is. And the question is, what is the show that you are looking forward to returning this fall? 651 641 1071. Bradley, why aren't we asking? Hi. Well, because we typically ask questions about this time. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, specifically, mm-hmm. because I read an article yesterday about one of my favorite shows of all time. Favorite, favorite, favorite of all time. Thank you, Oprah. That is Great British Bake Off is coming back this fall. Now, this was a UK update actually through the Irish Sun. You know, okay. the Sun tabloids Irish version. I, I, how many versions of this dumb Well, there's do a they Sun have? in every, really, in every country. Okay. You meant the actual Sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I meant the tabloid. But the tabloid is in a lot of countries. But what I do know is that it will be streaming in the UK. Uh, September 20... Oh, I lost it. September 21st. Now, typically of late, they have... Oh, my camera just turned off. That's weird. I'll get that back. Anyway, (laughs) um, typically of late with seasons of Great British Bake Off, they've been showing them simultaneously. So I imagine we're going to have Great British Bake Off returning again in the United States this fall as well. And it just got me excited about that wonderful time of year, which is fall television season. And I thought this is, I think, a great time now that we're, you know, post Labor Day to talk about our favorite fall TV finds. Yes. Uh, 651-641-1071. What are you looking forward to returning this fall? Let's go to the phones because we do have callers. Darcy has been holding. Darcy, thank you for holding. What show are you looking forward to returning? Well, it's a new old show. It's CSI Las Vegas. Oh, Oh. I didn't know that CSI went to Las Vegas. That's where it started. Okay, see, I'm so... I am so not on the CSI bandwagon. Um, what is great about Las Vegas? Oh, it was just good. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. The stories were good. The, you know, it was just better. It wasn't as cheesy as the newer ones. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I, I can get behind that. Thank you for your call, Darcy, and enjoy CSI Las Vegas. You know, I, what I find having done this show as long as we have is that 
CSI fans are CSI fans. Now, oh, that yeah. may seem obvious, but what I mean by that is her comment is very typical of people who watch CSI. They're like obsessed. Totally so, true. But I think it's kind of like that. I think it's kind of like Grey's Anatomy, right? Like if you're not in the bubble, not like I know you're going to get defensive and think I'm poking fun at you and I'm not. What I mean by that is, um, I'm looking at your eyes. I see. Um, <laughs> what I mean by that is, you're just in the bubble, and if you're in right. the bubble, you're really in the bubble. Right. And it's hard to break into the bubble if you've never been in the bubble. So that's the piece I will give up for Grey's Anatomy, is that if you are somebody who has followed Grey's Anatomy, it's you're gonna you're in. You're in. They had you at hello. If you're somebody who's not ever engaged with Grey's Anatomy, you're probably not popping in for season 15. Yeah. Right? Or 14. Or I can't even keep counting anymore. Let's go to the phones again. Kimberly's been holding. Hi, Kimberly. Thank you for holding. What is the TV show that you're super excited to come back? I have a few, but The Good Doctors. Yes. SVU, the the, um, Special Victims Unit. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorites. And then Big Sky. Which one is Big Sky? Oh, Big Sky. Is that? Yeah. Tell us about that. Big Sky is the one where it takes place in Montana. Oh, yeah, and yeah. there's kind of a crooked cop. And, but the woman that's in that one was in Vikings, I think. And she's killer. She's awesome actress. Can't think of her name now. Um, but anyway, yeah. That one really holds you on the edge of your seat. Where's what? Where do you find that one? What uh, where, is it streaming Big somewhere? Big Sky is network, and I it's on the one of the networks. But I also watch it on Hulu. Okay. My mom lost interest in it, so I um, watch it on Hulu now. Uh, thank you for your call, Kimberly. We did get an email from Dell who said uh, Big Sky season three. Also, so it sounds like that's that's definitely one to dabble in. Loretta's on the line. Hello, Loretta. Loretta, what TV show are you looking forward to returning this fall? Peaky Blinders. I've been waiting for this like forever. What season is that show? What season is uh, Peaky Blinders in? Are we six now? I think. Yeah, Yeah, just one way to check. I'll I'll trust you. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. I can't wait. And where do we find that one? Is that one uh, streaming somewhere? So I watch it on Netflix, but I think it's a BBC original series. Yeah, it it looks like when you Google it, it's available on Netflix. Yeah. So that's probably the easiest way for people to get it. Loretta, thank you for your call. And let's go to Daniel. Daniel's on the line. We'll let Daniel have the last word. Daniel, what are you looking forward to returning this fall? I love the show Young Sheldon, and in part because one of your listeners, Melissa Peterman, often steals the show playing the kind of uh, kooky neighbor, Brenda Sparks. You know what, uh, Daniel, thank you for your Thanks, call. Daniel. And you are absolutely right. Our friend Melissa Peterman is amazing on that show. and we She can steals all just most say, shows that she's involved in, FYI, I, including this one. I was going to say, I just give it to her. Yeah. Go, girl. Um, we love Melissa Peterman. And in case she's listening right now, hello, Hi. Melissa. We love you. And we would love to see you. And <laughs> best wishes for a wonderful uh, you know, year here. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I will tell you what show I'm looking forward to coming back in the fall. And it's Grey's Anatomy. Just kidding. Okay. Um, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, actually, uh, we need to revisit uh, yesterday's D-bag double down. And that was Tori Spelling. Mm. Um, We're going to revisit her face. Bernie. 
Bernie Hanna. We're going to revisit Tori Spelling's face uh, that looks a lot like Khloe Kardashian after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Do I look okay? Yeah. You look look great, great. too. Okay, good. Wait a Uh, minute. No, you look great. Great. You look so great. (laughs) You look look all right. Um, but you know who's looking a little bit different than we're used to? Oh my god! Uh, her name is Tori Spelling, and you know what? We you weren't here yesterday, Bradley, but we uh, named her our D bag double down. Good. Good because she is <laughs> because she tried to walk out of the house wearing Khloe Kardashian's well, face. She is constantly stealing other people's act. Don't even get me started. And her latest act is someone's face. <laughs> yeah, which which okay. Now here's where we're gonna get real meta. She's wearing Khloe Kardashian's face, which isn't Khloe Kardashian's face. Thank you. That was a point that I thought we needed to make, which is the following. It's kind of funny that Tori Spelling stole uh, Khloe Kardashian's face when Khloe Kardashian, in fact, stole her face from everybody else who has too much face work done, because that's the takeaway. Mm -hmm. It's not that Tori Spelling stole Khloe's face, although... I will say, having spent a fair amount of time staring at these photos, she stole Khloe Kardashian's look in addition to having a oh, very overworked face the like Khloe Kardashian. So that was the sort of meta conversation I wanted us to have. Now, you talked about it yesterday. I do know that I happen to know because I was hanging out talking to some plastic surgeons yesterday. Oh, is that why you weren't here? Yeah. Okay. Research. Uh, I was doing yeah, he's research. Like, I have work to do. <laughs> I can't sabbatical. come to work. <laughs> I talked to Dr. Ramton Kasser. He's known nationwide for his expertise in designer rhinoplasty. <laughs> and uh, he told me that he suspects... <laughs> Actually, no, I read this in okay, fine. the Daily uh, Trash, page six. Uh, he suspects, rather... That she's had several procedures, including a nose job revision. Well, no bleep, Sherlock. I mean, it does not take a rocket science test to see (laughs) that Tori Spelling has had a lot of work to her face did. Right. And by the way, the secret is you could go to L.A. Mm -hmm. Like drop down, like drop your little Google Maps pointer on any street. Mm-hmm. And find somebody who looks vaguely like Khloe Kardashian. Oh, Why? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's simply... I mean, we all know that when we when we in, encounter someone who has had a lot of work done, you're like, oh, yeah, you've had a lot of work done. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad. No. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. It just is. It's just sometimes it's really ob- it's so obvious. It's so obvious. And Taurus Pilling. Well, I also... Like, there's this piece of me... Well... Listen, I I am speaking to you from a position of one who has uh, been injected. Oh, ditto. Yeah. Don't even get me started. I used to be able to put a nickel in the slot on my forehead where I had like a crease. Were you like a claw game? Ooh, <laughs> yes. It was like Except oh, the I prize was, thinking... was much more fun. <laughs> it's like you have a casino. How head. fun. But I had that injected yeah. with filler because, you know, frankly, I I saw it constantly and it drove me nuts. Right. That I mean, is a far different thing. Right. So like but you know, so again, I'm saying this from the position of one who has altered my appearance. I've also dun, 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 surgically altered my appearance. So I it's I'm I have no judgment on that. What I'm curious about is the person who shows up and is like, 
I would like this face, like out of the catalog. Yeah. The problem is, it's like when you go get your hair done. Yes. And you open up one of those books and you're like, I want this haircut. Everybody's looking at the same catalog, right? So eventually everybody gets turned out looking, you know, Chloe Kardashian because she's in the catalog. Also, I yeah. will say that this is more than just plastic surgery because, again, I don't want to just boil it down to like plastic surgery because then people are like, oh, plastic surgery. Oh, no, this is contouring. This is. Yeah, yeah. So makeup, that was the other waves. point I wanted to make is that it's it's the superficial stuff that she's done. It's a look that she's trying to achieve. Notice, by the way, her waist and hips, and I know you guys are like, you're really picking on women's looks and all this. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What we have been critical of on this show, and so I'll just throw us all under the bus, is sort of changing your... It's not... You can do whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But when you start to, like, waist train and stuff, I just... I have always said and felt, and I know you feel similarly, that that's just problematic because it creates this unrealistic body image thing for young girls and just people oh yeah plus it like rearranges your organs i mean it is physically actually physically harmful yes so there's that whole conversation but what i'm saying is that all of this combines to create a very specific look and and chloe kardashian did not invent this look because i would actually say if you wanted to find the progenitor of all this i'm sure there's actually like a Kim Novak or somebody like the original, you know, overdone Mm -hmm. uh, plastic surgery hair makeup look. But if if it was a Kardashian, it wouldn't have been Chloe, because I feel like Chloe spent a lot of time trying to look like Kim. Yeah, it's much more Kim than Chloe. It's just Chloe now. Well, that's the weird thing. Yes. If you go through all of the Kardashian faces, if you like take a little journey It's this weird, like, there is a time when everybody's trying to look like Kim, but then Kim changed so much, they did this weird pivot, and they all started to look like another one. I mean, it's like like watching waves on the beach. You know, they sort of like chase each other. Take me there. I don't know where you're. They just sort of like chase each other and it changes every once in a while. And suddenly now everybody's looking like nobody that ever looked like that in the family. It's just an odd journey. It's like, ooh, Kim did this thing to her face. Now Mm -hmm. we're all going to look like Kim. Mm -hmm. It's it's the celebrity. But then when Kim changes, then everything changes. It's the celebrity version of insert fad here Mm -hmm. because I guarantee. Every family is going to have someone in the photo who, when you look back 10 years from now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You'd be like, oh, okay. So yeah. they that was the look they were going for. You know, and we all look back and we're like, 
oh, I thought those carpenter jeans made me look hot. And they didn't. We can't talk about that. And again, it's not about looking hot or not, but I do think the other added thing that we haven't discussed, and I'm curious if you guys touched on this at all, is that I do think Tori Spelling sets out to actually take somebody else's shtick. A thousand because she has done this percent. so many times. Well, because mm-hmm. she's trying to, the girl's thirsty it's not like and she's trying to get Barb some. Barb and Encino. It's like, you know. No, but you also know that when she looked like Chloe uh, Kardashian, she was out to lunch with Snooki. I mean, she's always, you know, Wait, getting all up in somebody's business. In pictures? No. no. Who is that? That's her hairstylist mm-hmm. and her bestie. It's this woman is named. Is they like dressing alike and trying to look alike? It's very odd. It's. This woman whose name is Laura Garetti, she's a hairstylist and she's kind of funny. Okay. That's self-described. Yeah, self-described yeah. kind of funny person. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're both wearing matching uh, Jean denim jumpsuits. onesies. Yeah. yeah. Or no. not onesie, uh, jumpsuits. Jumpsuits, yeah. they. Uh, but she was out with Snooki. She's apparently, meaning she being Tori Spelling, has a show on MTV with Snooki and some other people. I don't know. Whatever. What are they doing on Who knows? MTV? I don't know. Like, I don't have MTV. watching this. I don't know. You don't have MTV? I don't think I do. do you on know YouTube I don't have TV. The weather Channel? What? You don't get weather on the 8th? I have Hulu Live TV. There is no Weather Channel. <gasps> See, this is the thing. You really do have to, when you cut the cord, you got to look real closely at your package. I mean, <laughs> you said it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some actual celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bag. And we're going to tell you about them when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. It's your D-bag, Bradley Trainer. I know you know who this is, but the audience might not. Mm. We'll explain. Kyle Sandilands, or mm. probably he says Sandilands. Sandilands, because he's from Australia. It's Australian for beer. Beer. Uh, who is a what is a Kyle Sandyland? So he's a DJ in uh, Australia, and we already don't like him because he tried to kiss and tell at Zac Efron's birthday party, and we were like, "Rude! Why were you invited and we weren't?" Yeah, he was acting like he was Zach's bestie, which is we were, like, we're not oh, having okay. it. Because so, I mean, I understand he's our boyfriend. I understand your grift. You are a radio star. Over, I mean, he by all accounts is like the most well known. He's kind of, I don't want to say he's oh, like blah, the blah, Howard blah. Stern of Australia, because I don't think that's a fair comparison. Probably like Ryan Seacrest. He's very well known. Okay. We're fine. And he talked, now, 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 go with me, because halfway you're going to be like rooting for this man. Oh. And then you're not. Okay. And I say rooting because I saw the headline that read as follows. Kyle Sandilands recalls nightmare red carpet interview with a Hollywood A-lister he hates after the, uh, um... After the star, him, Kyle Sandilands, made a huge mistake with one of his questions. So I'm like, oh, it sounds like you and me, Colleen, because everything mm-hmm. comes back to what we do on the air. It sounds like you and me telling Vicki Lawrence stories. Oh, yeah. Right? Like the time I was on the, you know, I can see him saying like, oh, the time I was on the red carpet, this celebrity behaved like a D-bag. I am here for that. Not because it's good or bad or righteous or you know, worthwhile. I just, I like a good piece of juicy gossip. We like some gossip. Do you know where you are? Mm. Okay. 
So I'm here for the gossip, right? Mm -hmm. And then I read the gossip. And it turns out this all goes back to a Hollywood legend that he wasn't such a... or um, Let me just say it in my own words. Uh, It goes back to a Hollywood legend. And on Monday's show, Kyle Sandiland said he couldn't stand this actor because the actor corrected him over a blunder he made. And I was like, well, that seems kind of douchey. Why would somebody do that? Right. Right. And here's how he explains it. We were on the red carpet and Kyle. Now this Kyle or no, Kyle was Kyle Sandy Lance. uh, We were on the red carpet And this is his co-host speaking. And Kyle's first question to the actor, and the actor in this case is Piers Morgan. Now, remember, Piers Morgan was... A jerk? No. The character that he is very well known for. Piers Morgan? Piers, I'm sorry. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Bean? Piers Brosnan. Did I say Piers Morgan? Yeah. What do you have against James Bond? Okay, Rude. Pierce Brosnan. Now I'm now I'm having to change channels. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. So he says we're on the red carpet, uh, or she says we're on the red carpet. And Kyle's first question to Pierce was, "Why do you reckon there's been no Australians doing James Bond?" Now remember, the whole premise here is I'm going to tell you a story about a douchey actor who corrected me on a dumb question. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So his question was to Pierce Brosnan, not Pierce Morgan. I'm glad he's not James Bond. I would not right? watch that movie. Woof. Unless, never mind. Um, <laughs> his question was, why do you reckon, such a delightfully Australian way of speaking, why do you reckon there's been no Australians doing James Bond? Well, Pierce Brosnan's response was simply to say the following. Um, actually, there was an Australian... So you're incorrect. His name is George Lazenby, and he was the second actor to portray James Bond. Okay, well, first of all, I would just like to congratulate Pierce Brosnan for knowing his Bonds. Right? Like, so I'm sitting here waiting for this story where an actor treats you like doo-doo because you asked a a dumb question. Because that happens. Like, hey, tell me if you still get together with your former castmates. They're and all, all of your former castmates have passed away. Yeah, that happened that on our show. That would be a show. dumb question, and we would all laugh. But yeah. maybe maybe the person who you asked that question to, a celebrity, behaved like a jerk and was like, how dare... You know, because there's a right way and a wrong, or I should say a polite way and an impolite way right. to respond to those questions. Mm-hmm. In our case, in my case, you know, we were fortunate that there was a polite response mm-hmm. <laughs> and not, yes. not a, a D-bag response. Yes. But back to this story, all Pierce Brosnan ever did was point out that George Lazenby was an Australian. And also, if you're gonna like pull the Australian card, don't you feel like everybody in Australia is probably aware that George Lazen like that an Australian has played James One Bond? One would think because right? if an American had played James Bond, we would Oh, we would own that. Yeah. Especially Minnesotans, oh, right? Yeah. Because we like anything yes. that points to us being. In fact, we'd decent. probably be like, "Did you know?" Right. That blah 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 right. blah. You know, and right. instead, all this guy is saying is like, "I'm ticked off at Pierce Brosnan because I'm because dumb. of the truth." Yeah, because I didn't know, which is also a cardinal no-no. If you're gonna make an, a statement like that, 
You better be doubly you better sure that it's true. Like, I do that all the time before I want like if I were going to ask somebody a question, mm-hmm. I'm going to sure as bleep know the answer to right? that question before I ask it. Otherwise, why are you asking that question? Right. Because this is not about investigative journalism on the red carpet of wherever you were. And so then I was like, okay, Kyle, you're not even doing this right. So Let me that... tell you a story about Vicki Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but here's what I want to know is like, how would he have rather that gone? Right? Like, would he have yeah. rather Pierce Brosnan just behave like he was right, even though he was dumb? Well, and... Do you see co- what I mean? Yeah, and his co-host is like, well, you were schooled by him and you didn't even know the information. And he's like, yeah, that's right. The bleep... Bond actor, bleep being a doo-doo word, he goes, that bleep Bond actor, what's his name, Remington Steele? What a bleep hole that guy was. Okay. No, he was not. No, and also do not talk about my Pierce Brosnan that way. No, he was not. Mm. He wasn't my my favorite James Bond, but he did the 80s proud. Listen, I don't even care. Like, that is a man who has aged like a fine and Why? also, don't shame Remington Steele. Yeah, right. One of the best what did 80s Remington crime Steele dramas. do to you, Kyle Sandy Lands. Right. Stephanie Powers. No, mm. what was the Stephanie Zimbalist? Zimbalist. Yeah. yeah. Stephanie Powers was heart to heart. Heart to heart. Right. Am I right? I, I don't know if right. that's right. Hold on. Now we have to get Bradley. We just schooled Kyle Sandilands <laughs> for not knowing, and now yeah, so we're going to have to figure this out. Is, this is not an interview with Stephanie Zimbalist. Thank you. Thank God. Yes, she was Stephanie Powers' is heart to heart. Stephanie Zimbalist. I got my crime dramas mixed up. It happens. Where's Listen, the best happens, theme song of all time? Happens to the best of us. Um, would you like to know who my D-bag is? Please and thank you. Get your finger on the button, oh. Holly. It is Hello Magazine. Oh, hello. Bing bong. Let me guess. Does it have to do with a woman's looks? Oh, my gosh. I Thank you, Bradley, because I am I'm coming to the table with a request okay. that Hello Magazine just change their name to Rebel Wilson's Body, because that's <laughs> all they want to talk about. That is their new format. Literally. OK, so Tell from from yesterday, Rebel Wilson's sunset swimsuit photo might be her most beautiful yet. From two days ago, Rebel Wilson makes a major style statement with her newest outfit. From three days ago, Rebel Wilson causes a stir in wet look leggings as fans all notice this. Wet leg leggings. Okay. Wait, what? What? Okay. Oh, okay, so let me actually dig into this story because this one uh, was the one that I clicked on going, what am I reading about? The whole article is not even about these wet look leggings. They're like liquid leggings that she's wearing. <laughs> In an Instagram post where she's running away from a Jeep with the Avengers logo on it. They're shiny. So she's wearing shiny fitness wear on a trip to a Disney park. That's it. Because she wanted to be comfortable. Right. (laughs) Now getting attention. Yeah. Yes. But all Hello Magazine wants you to know is that this is a woman who has a body. And her body has changed. And her body (laughs) continues to change. And so does our YouTube broadcast. I'm sorry. Once again, just to bring everybody backstage, Bradley Trainer's camera has fallen and we've lost him from the feet. I mean, goodness. I'm here, I'm here. Forbid that a woman has a body. I just, I don't understand. I, what I begin to wonder is if she has a punch card. Right? Like, because. Like, what does she get for free if she keeps. Well, it makes me wonder if it's just her PR people who 
are priming the pump by sending over constant contact, or they literally just have a list of celebrities whose Instagram accounts they troll, and they know that certain celebrities get the clicks. Well, and actually, I'm glad you said that, because I, I actually think maybe in this story we're the D-bags. And I, and I will, because I click, because I absolutely click on those mostly because I think what the heck, like, what's the new news here? Right. So I click on them, but that's, but it's perpetuating the fact that hello magazine is writing these stories because they get clicks. It's your gossip Ouroboros. Yes, it's what it is. It's a gossip Ouroboros. What is an Ouroboros? It's the snake eating its own tail. Exactly. And that goes around and around and around and around and around and around and around. And we are in that cycle with hello magazine because all they want to talk about is rebel Wilson's body. It is now weird to me that we are still talking. Like if I were rebel Wilson, I would kind of be like, Hey guys, how about we talk about my body of work? Thank you. Mm -hmm. But I but I do think that Rebel Wilson has made a choice to talk about her body in a way that raises her level of publicity. Now, she would never say it that way, but it's clear. And why do we say that? Because celebrity stories that celebrities don't. How do I put this? When you see a storyline come up this many times, not in one, but all of the publications, Mm -hmm. That's because the celebrity or their PR people want you to cover that story. Right. Right? Like, it'd be one thing if, like, Hello Magazine was just, like, creepy and they were like, oh, we really like Rebel Wilson and her body. <laughs> but it's People. It's Us Weekly. It's Chow or mm-hmm. Ladies Home Journal or whatever the tabloid is that we've talked about. Because we have talked about this story ad nauseum for well over a year and a half. Yes. And so that makes me think it's a little bit of position heal thyself well and here's the other thing is how do you unring that bell like if you are rebel wilson and her publicity team how do you pivot from that and i don't know the answer to that i i would imagine she's going to need to put some stuff out is all i'm going to say um and she does have that almond and the seahorse coming out and that's that isn't that what it's called almond and the seahorse isn't that that okay so that's that's the she she posted about it when she was when she was filming it. This is that first kind of dramatic role of hers. Okay. I'm I'm checking to see if that's actually because the name. She's... The almond and the seahorse. Yeah. Okay. And I think that listen, I'm going to I'm going to throw this out there for our consideration. I wonder if when that movie comes out, we won't see the pivot. Right? If that's when we won't start then focusing on her body of work versus her body. Well, you know what it will be. Hmm. I mean, you know the answer without even having to think about it. If it's not her body, it's a publication show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're 100% right. And I did, by the way, see somebody show up in my feed just yesterday who hasn't been online in a long time. And his name is somebody I can't even remember because we didn't. Anheuser-Busch, man. Jacob P. Bush. Oh, yeah, Jacob P. Bush. Yes. He was like, hey, Instagram, it's been a while. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our guest is calling in. And so I want to be ready for our guest. We have a very special guest joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show to talk about a very special new project. We will speak with this guest and this new project after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.
Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello, kids. Uh, and just the other day, as I was walking through the halls at Hubbard Broadcasting, I ran into our very next guest and I forgot to congratulate him <gasps> on a very exciting oh, new project. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And that's actually why we've invited him on our show uh, because I to needed, make up for your no, guilt. I'm just kidding. No, but honestly, because this is really exciting news. Our friend Chris Eggert is on the line. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, Colleen. Hi, Bradley. How are you guys? Good. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations, because you're here to tell us all about the wonderful new project you're working on with uh, Channel 5, and that's Minnesota Live. Well, first of all, I wanted to apologize, too, because you, you and I didn't really get a chance to visit all that much. Colleen, I think we were both, like, either headed to the fair or leaving the fair, and I think we both kind of, like, grumbled something or other. Yeah, like fair. fair well, brain. because, you know, both both of those situations come with their own, uh, you know, feelings, right? Going into the fair, coming out of the fair, it's, it's different, like, it's a whole different experience. But we don't get to see each other in the hallways very often, and so Not it anymore. was We also, don't hear you as much as we used to uh, on the air. Yeah. Well, I know I every once in a while I run into Bradley in the back stairwell and he's like Mr. Exercise Guy bringing her, like riding his bike 20 miles into work or whatever, whatever he's doing. Oh, my God. Um, I am, and I'm, I'm always fooling like, you. <laughs> well, you, you have me fooled because every time I see him, I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at him. Well, anyway, and then I feel bad about myself, but then I go home and eat half a sandwich or something, or, you know, eat a, a foot-long sandwich by all and means. drown my sorrows. What's that? I said, by all means, anytime people think of me and then food, I am all in on that because I love food. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying I, I can't compete with you. But um, so, yeah, so back to the, the Minnesota Live. Thanks for having us on, and, or thanks for having me on to talk about it. We, we launched this week. It's from 9 to 10 on Channel 5. It's a little more outstate-centered and not necessarily, you know, just about the Twin Cities and quite so focused on the metro. And we're really trying to, I mean, we're on all over the state, for the most part, Channel 5 is. Um, but eventually, we're hoping to be on with our affiliates in Duluth and Rochester and Austin and and all over the state, so we really want to draw content from all over the state and talk about things, you know, that not not just about the Twin Cities. I mean, the Twin Cities are great, but there's a lot of other great things about Minnesota as well. That is absolutely true. You know, as as Minnesotans, we are very proud of our amazing state, but we do have a tendency sometimes to get a little too um, city-focused. And there is so much else going on in our great state. What kinds of things can we look forward to specifically? Like, what are you guys uh, highlighting this week, for example? You know, you know, we did. We've been connecting with a couple of the reporters up at the Duluth station. So, uh, one of them joined us the other day, and uh, she was an anchor there, and she does this uh, or anchor reporter there. She does this kind of weekly report on the Iron Range. She's from the range. So she went out to the range and did a story uh, about a candy store 
which, you know, it was anybody who lives in Virginia probably knows about the candy store, but for people who are from the Twin Cities probably aren't familiar with it. They had something called a hot air candy, which was funny and kind of resonated. And we used that opportunity to make fun of Barlow being full of hot air and, you know, <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Um, today we connected with a, a lady out in Granite Falls, and she's helping to run a nonprofit organization that's helping artists all over the state, um, not only be able to like find places to, to, to peddle their wares, to use an old time phrase, (laughs) but, um, also to help them, um, to like connect with, uh, community and resources so they can, you know, being an artist that the the whole phrase starving artist, it came around for a reason. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so to kind of connect them with resources, and grants and whatnot to help them to be able to do their art, uh, whether that is a performing art, whether it's, you know, um, you know, arts and crafts type stuff, whether it's music, theater. So we talked to her about a bunch of events that were going on, going on around Minnesota over the next couple of weeks too. So I think as we, as we stay on the air here and evolve and, you know, um, barring us getting canceled anytime soon, which I hopefully, uh, hopefully that won't happen. No, it won't happen. <laughs> We'll continue to to draw in from around the state and kind of and and give the show a little bit of uh, a flavor and a personality so people can know what to expect when they tune in every day. Chris, you know, one of the reasons you're not going to get canceled is because you and Megan, and we should talk about Megan, your co-host, Megan Newquist, and the other people who will show up. You guys have a real chemistry, not just the two of you, but um, likely the other people that we're going to see on uh, this new show. Can you just talk about how the chemistry you guys share, you know, helps, I imagine, um, you know, get the word out about our great state of Minnesota? Well, for sure. And, and that's, and that's a huge part of it. And, uh, our, you know, Ken Barlow is part of it as well. And everybody knows Ken Barlow, our, our chief meteorologist at Channel 5. And, um, you know, Megan, Ken and I are very good friends and we've become very tight and we have a camaraderie. And, um, I, I think that they felt that we were in a, in a, in a, in a moment where we could expand a little bit, bring in Matt Belanger and Brandy Powell. Uh, add on to our morning team and then sort of expand into that nine o'clock hour. And, uh, you know, I get, I guess what that means for people who are watching at home is, is, you know, this is a group of people who likes each other and we, we're all very invested in this community. We've all been around here, uh, quite some time, uh, a really, really long time when I really started thinking about it. We but, don't like to um, talk numbers, yeah, Chris. It's we it's don't fine. talk numbers here. <laughs> Good, 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 good. We don't really need to do. We don't need to do that. No. But you know, we we know what people are interested in, and um, we know what people are not interested in. And, you know, we live here, and you know, our families are here, and um, so I I think we're not going to bring topics to the table that people aren't going to find interesting or things that they're going to find boring. Well, Chris, we are very, very excited uh, to welcome Minnesota Live to the lineup here in the Twin Cities and beyond, right, in all of Minnesota. And we're so excited uh, for you all to be embarking on this project, and we will be supporting you in any way we can. 
Well, you guys, you're always welcome to stop by and sit in our fancy new chairs. Oh, don't be sorry that you said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you have an open invita- invitation, just email Mike Marcotte, the show's executive producer. We'll get you on. Okay, well, we'll do that. And thank you, Chris Eggert, for joining us, everybody. You can catch Minnesota Live at 9 a.m. on Channel 5. Good luck. Good luck to you, and uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, that was a fun little special Thanks, guest. Chris. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, what is the most overrated tourist trap you've ever visited? 651 641 1071. What's the tourist trap that you got to and then you went, eh, I thought it was going to be a little bit better? 651 641 1071. We'll take your calls after this.